Hi, I'm Rick Barad. I teach at Plum High School, and this is Dingo Talk. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. My guest this week is Rick Barat, TV and media relations, I guess, at Walmart Production. Yes. So, and and Mr. Barat and I, we go back a little bit, uh, 2006, maybe, I think, is when I got yeah, When did you graduate? The 2010, year so it's, Yeah. <laughs> We were the class that didn't have a 10 year reunion because we had a pandemic instead. So, yeah, no, that's, um, that's correct. Well, Carla, we go back a little further. I was just telling my wife and my sons because your grandfather and my dad were in the carpet business. They worked at Sears together. So mm-hmm. I've known of you. And then when I saw on my roster, Guadadino, I called my dad. And then when I saw Sal, I'm like, your dad's butch, right? Oh, yeah. No, my dad's Frank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. We always said butch. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But so what we do every week is we talk about how you got to where you are. So 1987, okay. born and raised in Plum, graduated from Plum. Why the yes. decision to go to Pitt? Um, honestly, I was accepted to Penn State and IUP, and Pitt was Pitt was the closest, mm-hmm. and uh didn't know i wanted to be a teacher at that time i wanted to do something in communications english business and like you know if you drive to penn state right now penn state's two two and a half hours there was no highways like that back in the 80s you went on back roads so penn state was more like three hours away iup was an hour you know i'm like i'll just go to pit now, when you so you went to Pitt as you got there at first, you were undecided and then leaned into yes. more English, right? Yes, I and yes, in my degrees in English lit and communications, uh, I had business classes there. I liked them, but uh, and I tutored. You're gonna laugh at this. I tutored up through calculus and math. That was one of my jobs there. I, and then the education thing was a was a thing my sophomore year, and I'm like, oh, I think I'll be a math teacher. And actually, one of my buddies. And my fraternity was in calculus four and they were researching problems for hours to mm-hmm. figure out how to solve them. And I kept on asking him, well, how does that help you teach algebra <laughs> to like eighth, ninth, 10th graders? And he's like, it doesn't. And I'm like, well, I like public speaking. I'm okay in English. So I'm going to steer towards the English way. And um, after I graduated from Pitt, I went to Robert Morris for a year and a half. It was called Robert Morris College at the time. It's ah. now Robert Morris University. Uh, and we were actually the guinea pig class. We were the second class to go through Robert Morris to get certified in English and communications. Okay. Well, so while, while we have you in your college years, you, you said you were in a fraternity. Was that something when you came out, uh, when you got to college, was that always something in your head that I want to be a part of Greek life and why? You know what? I, my true story, my uh, second semester freshman year, I was in a developmental psych class and there was a kid in the Sigma Alpha Mu fraternity. It's uh, just a nice guy. And we were hanging out with him and, my beginning of my sophomore year, I wasn't one of these guys. Freshman year, I'm going to go pledge this fraternity. Mm-hmm. Hey, Greek life, whatever. Uh, he was such a nice guy. Um, I went beginning of my sophomore year. I'm like, I want to pledge Sigma Alpha Mu. And 
they and I, you know, I went around to, you know, Pitt has a ton of fraternities. I went around to a lot of the other fraternities. Actually, the Sammy Sigma Alpha Mu is the only one that said, Hey, go look at this fraternity and go look at this fraternity. The other fraternities were like, Hey, stay with us, stay with us. And I was like, Hmm, you know what? They, you know, you learn as you grow up, you know, always be nice to others and stuff. And that kind of struck a chord with me. They were like, Hey, go look at other fraternities. And I was mm. like, Huh. And, you know, I joined, had a great time fraternity life wise. Uh, you know, learned a lot, but, um, you know, it was also a time when I went to Robert Morris, it was time to, you know, my fraternity brothers graduated from Pitt, they're, you know, engineers in the business world, you know, I wanted to teach. So it was yeah. time that, okay, I'm going to go to Robert Morris and I'm going to get my education and I want to be a teacher. So, and you graduate from Pitt in 91, Robert Morris Correct. the following year, 92? A year and a half. Okay. Yeah, it was a year and a half. So 92. 92, I think. And then 92. Yeah, the end of 92. So then when you come out of Robert Morris, do you go directly to Plum or how does how do you proceed into your teaching career? Start off as a day to day sub. Uh, I was subbing at Plum, a couple other schools, and I got a I was uh, interviewed and got hired for a year in 93, 94 at Moon High School. I taught public speaking and TV productions. Uh, it was great there, you know, uh, made to drive, you know, learned a lot, rush hour traffic driving because I lived in Plum with my parents, you know, out of school, you know how it is, you know, yep. hard to make ends meet. So, you know, I learned, hey, if I leave at 6 a.m., I can pretty much beat the rush hour traffic going through, gutting through the Squirrel Hill tunnels, Fort Pitt tunnels. Oh. Um, yeah, I worked a year at Moon High School, did more day-to-day sub work, and then uh in uh, 95, I got hired to teach a couple English sabbaticals at Plum. Mm-hmm. And it was weird being back there because, uh, you know, it'd be like you coming back to teach at Plum. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, we'd hang out and stuff, but, you you know, you had, you still say Mr. Brought, it's okay to call me Rick, but here I am teaching at Plum and I'm like, hey, Mrs. Radike, Mr. Kearns. And they're like, uh, call me Connie. And I'm like, <laughs> No. Yeah, that's going to be tough, you yeah. know? And so um, I did a couple sabbaticals and then they started, Plum actually started TV production classes in 96. And the mm-hmm. gentleman that took them, Frank Muta, took a tech position at Franklin. And I okay. tell everyone, Carlo, I was real lucky. I was in the right place at the right time. I had the TV experience from Moon. It was a part of my major. Mm-hmm. I was a fresh face in the building and in 96 i just slid right in and i was the new tv production teacher air quotes there at plum high school now what were those early years like did you want to hit the ground running like you i know you cover the basketball games the football games the baseball games 96 97 that's a different it's different than it is now you're not just (laughs) so when did yeah like first years like yeah it was i mean we had a good time we did a lot we competed in a in a TVT contest at Robert Morris did really well. A lot of publicity to the district. Mm-hmm. Um, we filmed on something called SVHS, which is like a better version of VHS. So like if I need to make a copy for you and I filmed on SVHS, your copy, you'd put in your VCR and it'd be crystal clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, crystal clear at the time. Now, you know, my kids watch it and they're like, oh God, that's awful. It's not even HD, you know, <laughs> but 
it was I mean, that's how it was. Um, you know, we did daily announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we competed in TVT. We started to uh, do a little play by play for the football games, uh, wrestling, basketball. And we were plodding along, honestly, until uh, 1999. Uh, one of the uh, uh, gentlemen that I knew, uh, his name was Doug Martin over at Fox Chapel. They were getting ready for their 10th annual Make-A-Wish telethon. And Fox Chapel does it way differently than we do it. They had the capabilities in the mid nineties to go live to every elementary building, junior high, well, middle school and high mm-hmm. school. They collected no money until the day of the telethon. Wow. And they would have these huge fish bowls and they would go, they would go and move and just cut live from building the building and people would come up and donate money. And um, I'm like, boy, we can't do that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this sounds like a neat idea. I'd love to do this at Plum. Got involved with the National Honor Society. And then, you know, that fall of 99, we started our first annual Make-A-Wish Telethon. Well, now going on 22 years later, you guys just, Make-A-Wish Telethon, it just passed a million this yes. past December, um, what what goes in? Because I know when you start the planning, it's it's April or March of the previous school year for the following school year. What goes into all of the? Because I know that you guys just had the the car wash, the make wash. Yeah, car we just wash had a car wash. We made almost a thousand dollars yesterday, so uh, which was outstanding. Um, you know, with the NHS kids, we'll start to fundraise and, you know, the schools will do little things in September, October ish, you know, and then middle of October, the TV kids. Now we really amp it up. And, you know, Carlo, it's funny, as you know, being a, a student through the Plumborough School District, as November turns into December, your classes, hey, it's, it's Christmas time. It's the holidays. We take it easier. You know, we just glide right into the Christmas break. I mean, you've been a part of the process. So, you know, this is mm-hmm. our Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, we amp it up big time. Like, you know, we're there till five, six o'clock leading up to it. Now we're there at five in the morning. We do one more run through the day of the telethon and we live stream it. And I think last year we were all there at like 445 in the morning and a bunch of us were walking out at 7 p.m. But um, yeah, I mean, we plan it to a T and it's hard because you know, we have a lot of special guest stars, like whether it's Rick Dayton from KDKA Radio, Mike Clark's been a, you know, he comes every year from WTAE. Uh, you know, we've had Selena Pompiani. We've had, you know, uh, like Chris Mahler from 93.7, mm-hmm. the fan comes. Dan Kongersky, we've become good friends with who does Pittsburgh hockey now. And he just has the domain now for uh, the Steelers and Pirate Baseball. So, you know, we try to give these guys times to come and we kind of guesstimate, you know, Hey, if, you know, if Carlo and Dingo talks coming at 10 AM, you know, this year, Hey, I'll say, Hey, Carlo, come around nine 30, Now you'll come earlier just to hang out a little bit and do whatever. But, you know, we try to keep it on time, you know, among, you know, interviewing other high school students, the mm-hmm. principal school board members, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, I mean, we we went last year, I think, seven hours live, which, I mean, if you think about it, Carlo, that's insane because it's yeah. Rick Barat, 
and 16, 17, 18 year old kids. Now, Carla, you're a good student, but you know, we also have students that, hey, I'm just in this class just to graduate. So to mm-hmm. try to get everyone involved and, you know, money's coming in. And, you know, we had a year that Rick Dayton, when he worked for KDK TV, he, there's someone got sick and he was supposed to, he does, he did at the time, the morning news. So he's like, Hey, I should be done by 10. Can you get me on 11? I'm like, absolutely. They, he was told, Hey, I got to do the noon news. So now like we're trying to fill in gaps and then squeeze him in later and not, you know, shuffle all the time. So mm-hmm. it gets harder. And then it's not just the high school. Cause as you know, we're filming it. Now it's O Block Elementary. It was Center Elementary, Pivot Elementary, Holiday Park Middle School, mm-hmm. the Junior High. You know, we try to make 10 to 12 to 15 minute highlight videos because they're fundraising three, four, five thousand dollars. So, you know, as October is morphing into November and December, we want to give the other buildings their due respect because it's not just Rick Barat in the high school that's raising, you know, this past year we raised seventy three thousand dollars. Now the high school brought in close to 30 but the other buildings are bringing in money and you know a lot of people come in that day you know we became friends because of James Edwards who uh graduated from Plum Eddie Edwards and his dad Eddie Edwards senior who run used to run WPTT channel 22 like he'll come in and say hey here's you know $500 for Make-A-Wish you know and it's just like holy heck yeah you know? and so you know number just keeps on going up and up and up and now it's become a tradition like you know we're the number one fundraising school district for make-a-wish in the world but you know it doesn't that's nice to say but, but it's more what you're doing than the like it's great to have the 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 accolade there but it's more or less it's become a staple of what the district is is make-a-wish Correct. comes around that that last day of school you know that for the whole day channel 14 is going to have or it might not be channel 14 anymore but the the plum station is yeah, gonna channel have... 30 and 23 but yeah we live stream it now right on the school district website so but yeah that tells you how different it was it was when i had you we weren't live mm-hmm. like we would tape it and parents and hey how much did they raise how much did they raise former students would email me or if they had my cell phone number at the time mr Barat, what would you guys do this year you know, because then we'd get on the radio and wish 99.7, hey, we raised this amount of money, but now we live stream it. And, um, you know, a lot of people know like, hey, when's that telethon? It's always around Christmas. We want to know. And it's become a staple of the community. And, you know, the life lessons, I've said it several times. It's like the circle of life, like make a wish wins at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, we're raising a bunch of money for them. And it's always nice to give back. And honestly, Carlo, any wish it's come out of plum since 99 we have sponsored yes. so we've taken care of our own first and that's first and foremost going through that process when you went through it and a lot of other students whether it was pat mcafee pat Muldowney, steve fabian steve fabian in inside edition still says you know it's on his resume and he's been mm-hmm. an inside edition for over a decade you know he was a host of the second annual make-a-wish telethon at plum you know, if you're getting into this field, it's obviously great. It's a good experience. So, you know, there's too many positives that go with it. You know, it's a long day and I wouldn't not do it. I mean, I love doing it. It's just, it's a long day and it's fun also. And, you know, being through that, that day goes so fast. Like my students afterwards are like, like, you don't even hear the bells, Mm -mm. like dismissed, like, 
hey, it's 10 o'clock, lunch is at 11. So Chris Mahler's coming in, Bubba and Mel from 100.7 is coming in. We got to pie the teachers. Who's getting the pies? Like it's, you know. You're, you're moving at such a rate that by, sure. the, by the end of the day, you're, you're, you're waiting for that last bit of what we what we used to what we would shoot but by the end of the day you're sitting there going whoo that was a day but you don't realize how quickly that you're there in the morning and then all of a sudden it is three four five o'clock i had a i had a student that broke down and cried as we're getting ready to go on a couple years ago because she told me as you know the balloon drops getting ready to go up you know in front of us she started to cry and there's like they're like the students like, Mr. Brought two minutes to go, minute and a half. And she's crying. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, I've always wanted to do this. And I can't believe this day went so fast. And one minute to go. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, calm down. Talk about it later. Like, get together for the last interview, you know? Yeah. So let me ask you. So 28 years now of teaching, 20, this will be the 22nd year of the Make-A-Wish Telethon. Correct. Are there any thoughts for on your side of are you are you looking towards retirement and when you retire are you is there a plan in place to keep this still going after after mr barat is no longer the guy that's pulling the strings well you know i'm not going to retire anytime soon my youngest is going into ninth grade so um i'm going to be there for at least four <laughs> more years um what we've done and mr magnuson being the other co-sponsor of the national honor society like a wish now when you were there was $3,400. A wish now is $4,400. If we don't have enough money to meet a wish, you know, we've sponsored the newsletter before. Mm -hmm. Make a wish. We've also helped purchase uh, toys for their, they have a huge toy cabinet. So for example, if a family has someone that has a wish uh, for the other siblings, so they don't feel left out, they have these two huge doors you open up in their office and they'll have, you know, whether back in, you know, 10 years ago, Game Boys or, you know, Xbox Ones or, mm -hmm. you know, remote control cars, they have other toys for the students or for the children. And, you know, we've purchased those. We've also put money into an endowment fund and that endowment fund collects uh, $4,400 of interest a year. So, when I'm in the old age home with you and we're probably betting on the Penguins or Steelers or whatever, Plum will still forever and ever sponsor at least one wish a year, which okay. is which is really huge. Uh, whether it ha whatever happens when I retire, who knows? But um, I'm glad that, you know, that's my, you know, landmark. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people have said, hey, you've had viral videos, the Penguin lift up videos, and they've been great to make. I was coming up to that. They're no, 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 that's fine. I don't want to steal your thunder, but the Make-A-Wish to mm -hmm. sponsor Wish every year, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal, I think. So. Well, and the, and the fact of the matter being that Plum takes care of its own. Every sure, Wish uh, that's come out of the Plum community has been sponsored by Plum Borough and the school yes. district and the, and that shows the community and what it is uh, for the, like what the make a wish telethon is for the entire community and not just the school and the students. Sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. So you brought up uh, the lip dub. Um, and I remember that day very well. I, I still can, <laughs> there's a certain, there's a song that I got a feeling I can't listen to ever again because I just see it. I hear it. I sometimes sure. I hear it in my sleep. I mean, oh, man, me too. 
that how did the lip dub idea when did you guys i think it was you zach do or uh, ryan duke chelsea magnuson i remember being involved in it how did that all come about that started um after you know we did you know we did our we did our telethon i you know we're talking what was that uh, you know four, oh, nine. four or five was it oh nine? Oh nine. because we do the so, we do the 10 it's the spring is the no that's time. right and so um i had a real good real good bunch of kids that year what what should we do what should we do and lip dubs again air quotes were becoming there was a couple on youtube mm-hmm and so I asked my students, hey, is this something you want to do? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, people, we go around the school, we wear their sports jerseys, whatever. And so um, there was a group in Canada that did the song, I Got a Feeling. Mm-hmm. And the song I kept on here, you know, the chorus, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. True story, Carla, you're going to make fun of me now and maybe all three million of your viewers that watch dingo talk but um i i jog every morning uh since parker was born in 07 he didn't sleep through the night and you know my wife and i would just crash after school take power naps Mm -hmm. uh, because we were up at two in the morning or three in the morning so i start and i still do to this day i jog every morning from like 5 45 to 6 30 so as i'm jogging in the morning and a song came on the radio uh and I'm listening to it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, you know, I'm a huge Penguin fan. Uh, I have season tickets. Uh, the Penn's blog website, when the Penguins were ready to acquire Marion Hosa, came up with this phrase, let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. do it. And so as I'm listening to the song that morning and I hear, let's do it, let's do it, the, the world's kind of combined. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, maybe we should do because no one's ever done one for a team. Let's yeah. do a pittsburgh penguins lip dub and i asked the students like yeah that's a great idea and we're like well we can't do that song let's try to figure out another song nothing was working and i'm like you know what let's just do the i got a feeling song it's hugely popular at the time and the students were like okay and so there was maybe 80 90 of us we came up on a monday and a wednesday to practice and then friday night was the big filming day now Lip dubs are beyond the point of popular, probably phased out now a little bit, but a lot of schools, universities do them. They cut the camera. The true meaning of lip dub, no, steady shot, solid, straight through, don't stop recording. And we did it. And our goal was at the time we would laugh, hey, maybe the Pens blog will put it on their website. And that was it. So, you know, we posted on YouTube that following Monday or Tuesday, think the pens blog wednesday put it on and then my wife goes hey you're friends with mike clark he always comes out to the telethon from wtae why don't you call him and say hey and i'm like i don't know i don't i don't want to toot my own horn she's like i don't know like do it for the students let me i'm like okay so i called mike uh thursday night and i said hey and he's working. It was after the six o'clock news and he's getting ready to do the 11 o'clock news. Mm-hmm. I said, Hey, I think I have a story for you. And he goes, Hey, hold on, Rick. I'm going to go down to the newsroom. I'm like, okay, hey. whatever. So I'm on hold three, four, five minutes. I'm like, I was ready to hang up. And he picks up the phone. He's like, Rick, you there? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. He goes, listen. And he turned the phone towards the newsroom. 
and I can hear the Black Eyes Peace song playing. And he goes, we're running with it Friday morning. We, we are so thrilled. And so you know, Friday morning, I get up. It's one of the few mornings I didn't jog that day. I think it was Kelly Fry and um, uh, I can't remember the other lady did the morning news and not, they didn't play like 10, 15 seconds of, I mean, they played two, three minute and it was all morning. Mm-hmm. And so now well, I remember the, like leading up to that. And then after they did it, we came in almost every day and we're like, Oh, how many views could it have gotten? Yeah, it was, it was the like views. Check the views. Thousand, five thousand, yeah. ten thousand, and it just kept going. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think right now it's probably pushing four or five hundred thousand views, but it just it went viral after WTE did it, and then that following Monday, I get a call from uh, the NHL uh, network on Sirius Satellite Radio. They want to interview me, and it just took like everyone played like, hey, this you know, this high school's playing this, you know, did this video about their sports team. And then I became friends with Tom McMillan, who he just retired. He was the uh, vice president of the, of the Pittsburgh Penguins, one mm-hmm. of the vice president. He called me when they were in the Montreal airport uh, for the playoffs. And he's like, can we play this? I'm like, yes. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm hopping and puffing. I'm, we're racing through the Montreal airport. I'm like, yeah, do what you need to do. That's, <laughs> that's fine. And so it became popular. And then they're interviewing like penguin players are like, yeah, I like when uh, uh, Sam, I can't remember his last name, Sam Prokopic came out of the garbage can and jumped at like, I'm like, oh my God, like, like we were just like, oh my gosh, the penguins mm-hmm. this. Like it was like, now again, this was the beginning of social media, not where like, hey, I can pull up you know, Twitter and I can at someone and Drake's going to respond to me if I keep on, you know, this yeah. was like, you know, this is Facebook. 12- we had yeah. Facebook. That was it. That was it. You know, Hey, put the link on Facebook, you know? And it was like, Oh my gosh, this is just taking off. And that's become like a tradition now. So what for people that are, that you have like, like myself that, that took what I, what I learned at, at Plum, it took me a year or two to get from the education side to say, and I really liked communications. I should go down that. What are sure. you telling those students? Cause you've had a lot of people come through that, those doors that are now, and you mentioned one of those names, Pat McAfee, who probably wasn't in TV to be a TV guy. He was there to fulfill a credit because he wanted to take that as an elective. He's now probably one of the most popular people in, in America, at least probably the world. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Nick Moraldo works for him, who I had in class, uh, Anthony DeGilio, you know, those guys, you know, that's that whole plum connection, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be- years before him, obviously, Steve Fabian, who's at Inside Edition, uh, Pat Muldowney, who has he, you know, he worked for Fox Sports, uh, he worked for ESPN, you know, he's doing stuff now for Spotify out in L.A., you know, a lot of people, Missy Matthews, you know, who's beat reporter for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, you know, they're, they're all over, which is nice. you know, a lot of for Eddie Albert, who's out in Harrisburg, mm-hmm. Emily Muntz, who's did the news, the morning news in Nashville. She's back out in Arizona. There's so many. Uh, it's nice. Like, you know, I taught you guys, I teach you guys all the same. And everyone's told me like, we're a step ahead of the game when you go in your freshman year 
at college. And, you know, it's everyone's different. Like you went to Bethany, Steve went to Allegheny, you know, Pat, you know, didn't want to do this, but he went to West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Emily went to Arizona State. She went and was successful. And that's a big time school. I mean, Walter Cronkite School of Communications. Yeah. That and Syracuse, like one and two in the nation. I've sent kids to Syracuse and have done well. Uh, you know, my son's at Waynesburg now. They have a great program where Cal Dawson came out of, and he's the play-by-play guy now for the Washington Wild Things. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot, you know, whether you're a big fish in a small pond or, you know, you go to that big pond, a lot of students have been successful, and that's awesome. I said so when I retire, I hope someone makes it big, you know, they can maybe buy us a production truck. Yeah, know, but yeah, so we can travel everywhere now and not yeah, just travel everywhere, you know, but you know it's weird like you know we broadcast the football games for the last 20 25 years we've done uh actually we because my daughter's going to be a senior and the girls soccer teams made it to the Whitfield championship the last couple years uh it's been nice to follow those along you know plum has been plum's okay in sports but you know we've had some seasons where Mm -hmm. you know before matt morgan the football coach took over you know and then he took over you know, we've lost 20 something like Ian Kiss tells me, hey, Mr. Broad, my junior senior year, I never broadcast a win. That's 22 consecutive losses. I mean, we've had some bad years. And then, you know, then the year of COVID, you know, Carlo, which it was, I mean, we were live streaming some games. Mm-hmm. COVID year comes and we'll never have another year like this. Football team goes undefeated. They lose in the semifinals to Thomas Jefferson. Um and that's their only loss. The soccer team loses one time to Franklin Regional. They go and uh, they go to the quarters. Girls mm-hmm. soccer team loses in the Whitfields. And girls volleyball, they lose in the semifinals. Like all the sports teams, I think combined section play had one or two losses and there was no fans in the stands except for parents because of COVID. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that just... That's it. And we'll never have another year. Yeah. And you know that because you've lived in Plum, you know, you, we'll never have another year like that ever again in my lifetime, probably. Well, and it it is it is crazy because you brought up there were years where where the football team maybe didn't have the greatest season. But we I, I just can't imagine being at Mustang Stadium and not having like we were bad and people were at the games on a Friday night going oh, yeah. ballistic like we were like we were the number one team in the state now. Sometimes Woodland Hills, Woodland Hills and Central Catholic could make that crowd go real quiet, real fast, but they were really I mean, good. Um, we've filmed some pretty good people. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I filmed Rob Gronkowski's senior year of Woodland Hills, Steve Breston. Um, you know, I can still remember Pat. Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald for Penn Hills. Like, unblockable. Yeah. And, I mean, going through two, three guys. Um I can remember Pat McAfee after a penalty. We were at Kiskey, their old field. I don't know if you ever played there down. You know, they have a field now at the high school, but mm-hmm. their old field was in town. Yeah, down below the hill. There is a penalty, and Pat McAfee kicked off from the 50-yard line, heading, kicking the ball towards the road, and through the uprights, over the trees, over the road. And I was like, Wow we're probably going to see him kicking on Saturdays. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like well, I remember I was a little kid. I was younger. I was younger than Pat, but I remember him doing it at Trinity as well. He did it. He, he had kicked it. And Trinity had that the one end zone has the big net and there's a highway right behind yep. it. And I'm pretty sure yep, he kicked right. it 
And, and that was, you talk about guys like that and the guys that have come through, I mean, even in basketball and baseball, we've seen a lot of, there's a lot of talent in that old big East uh, and, oh, and yeah, quad a at the time. Um, oh yeah. But we've come to that point of the show. I want to say thank you for oh, absolutely. taking time. Um, for those of you that just joined us, please go back to the beginning because it makes no sense to join us at the end of the show. There's a lot of good things that Mr. Broad had to say. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Wisdom, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. The only one that you can't type Dingo Talk into is Instagram. You have to put an underscore in between Dingo and Talk. Um, we're here every Thursday at 10 a.m. I'm Carla Guadagnino. This has been Rick Barat, TV teacher at Plum Senior High School, and we will see you next week, Chuckleheads. <laughs>